good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Ladies, I have a question. If Psalm 91 is a promise for covenant people, what if someone is not saved and in covenant with God through the Lord Jesus Christ? That's a good question, you know, because Psalms 91 is attributed to Moses and supposedly he's written it about the experience they had of when the death angel came through the city and God had given them the instruction of putting blood over their doorposts so that the death angel could pass by them. That is the covenant. And it is true that when you're in covenant with God, there are precious promises in throughout the scripture that he is obligated to keep his word in covenant with you. And he is the ultimate promise keeper. So Psalms 91 being a part of that or exemplifying that covenant with the people of God. uh, What about those who are not under the blood? What happens then? We know that uh, according to the scripture in the instance that Moses was writing about when they didn't have that blood covenant on the door, the death angel came. So it did not keep, they did not have the safety of Psalms that the Psalms 91 talks about. But there is something thanks be to God called grace and mercy. And even when you are outside of the ark of the safety of God, even when you are enemies of the cross of Christ, before you come to know him as your Lord and savior, he keeps on keeping you and he gives you chance over and over again. Consider this radio broadcast one more chance to get right with God before it's everlasting too late. We're not trying to scare you. We're just giving you the facts that God will keep you and God will protect you and God will shield you. But tomorrow is not promised. And when your time on earth is done, if you have not made your calling and election sure, unfortunately, you will not die with a peace of God in your heart. So he keeps you through grace and mercy when you're not saved and you walk with the hope that God is going to protect you. But when you come into the ark of the safety of God, through salvation covenant, then you walk with the assurance and the faith that says God is my shield, my shelter, my keeper, my deliverer, and in him I will trust. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Psalms 91, God is my dwelling place. I am so happy to have with us in studio a couple of friends from the morning prayer group, Sister Darling Cummings, Sister Darling Wesley, and Sister Grace M. Thank you for joining 
joining us. What a blessing it is. We're going to be talking about Psalms chapter 91, the dwelling place. What a blessed scripture. I'm sure we'll be familiar with most of you. I'll read a couple of verses from the King James Version in Psalms 91 verses 1 through 8. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Psalm 91 in the New Living Translation says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. What do you guys think about that? I mean, Psalms 91 uh, is ascribed unto Moses as the writer. When you see and realize that God has allowed the death angel to pass over you, you truly can see that he is your secret dwelling place, and under his shadow you do abide. This blessed me because uh, looking at this verse and reading these verses, and it talks about how God is is our dwelling place. The first thing that comes to my mind is safety. Being a safe place. God is our safety. Mm. He's our safe place. That's where we can go and find safety, comfort. We can find peace in that area. And it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. It's his safe. He's keeping us safe during that time. Regardless of the storms, regardless of what's going on, where we are in our lives, what this verse tells me is that he is the place where I can go and find that safe, secure area so that I know that I am covered, I am protected, like the verses just told me. Safety is uh, defined as the condition of being protected from an unlikely cause of danger or risk or injury. It's being, uh, you know, a defensive mechanism that keeps you from something that would harm you otherwise. And when you think about it, that truly is what God is for us. He is our defense and he is our safety and he is the one that keeps us and shelters us from those things that would otherwise harm us. That's why the scripture says that we read that though a thousand will fall at your side and 10,000 at your right side. Only with your eyes shall you behold the reward of, and it calls it the reward. This is what they deserve because of what they have done. And only with your eyes shall you behold it. So I take comfort in this scripture, in these scriptures, because it does reassure me that God is my help and God is my shield. And as the scripture says, he is my safety. Well, one of the things uh, that I notice about this verse that very first verse sets the stage for everything else, of course, and it's oh so important. We notice that in the King James, he said, he that dwelleth. Mm. That denotes that this is your place of residence. You're not visiting. You're not mm. going just in and out, just temporary. This is not a, t- a temporary place. This is your permanent place of residence. And we, as believers, we have to make up our mind that he will be our dwelling place. We make him our dwelling place. This speaks to me of our 
dedication to the Lord, our loyalty to God. And then once we have established that, we have a right to all the rest of the privileges of this psalm. And I think we probably do go past that word a little too fast because, you know, we we want to come visit and we want to just pass through. But if you want the assurances and the blessings of Psalms 91, you have to dwell. You have to make God your refuge and your safety and you have to dwell there. You have to abide there. You have to stay under the shadow of the Almighty. You don't just pass through this. Now, we used to sing a song. You guys remember that old Christian song? We say, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. That might be true of the world, but when it comes to being in Christ, we're not just passing through, but he is our dwelling place, and it's where we need to abide. If you abide in him, he will keep you safe from all, all hurt, harm, and danger. Sometimes we wonder, where is the safety of God? You might want to take introspection and wonder, where have you been dwelling? And looking farther, I just looked at the message uh, version, and uh, in this verse, it told me that, yes, because God's your refuge, the high God, your very own home. Evil can't get close to you. Harm can't get through the door. And that blesses my soul because it's not saying that evil's not going to try because we mm. all know that it's going to try. But this is telling me if I find refuge, if I seek refuge in God, evil can't even come close to me. It will mm. try. But see, I'm guarded and I'm protected because I'm in his refuge. And also, you know, that think about that. The Message Bible, that same verse one says, you who sit down in the high God's presence and spend the night in shady eyes shadow. I mean, we keep thinking that you just going to hit and run this. This ain't no hit and run when it comes to God. You just don't show up in the presence of God and say, Hey, I got my fix and that's all I need. But if you want the safety of God, you have to make him your abode. You have to dwell in his presence. I mean, you have to long and thirst. You know, the psalmist that says as the deer pants after the water, so my soul thirst and longs for you. When you long, when your soul is thirsty for God, when you find yourself in his presence and you make that your dwelling place, you can then claim the safety of Psalms 91. You can say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. A mighty God is he and he in him will I trust. You know, I also um, in the New Living Translation, I see this verse number two that says this, I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. When you dwell in that shelter of the Most High, then you have that boldness where you can declare that he's my God. I trust him. And you have an expectation that when you get into trouble, when you get in a tight spot, when you get in a place that's not safe, he will come through for you. That is awesome because that's how I think of it also. And while you were speaking, uh, Darlene, I was just thinking about how God has actually blessed me and how he's been my refuge and just going through certain experiences. And he has been there. It's not anything that, you know, we read the word and it's here and I know his word is right. But see, I've proved it over and over because Mm. of my life and what he's actually protected me against. And I know that it was nobody but him who actually stepped up when I didn't know what to do. So he he has been and he continues to be my refuge, but he's shown himself over and over. And I know that if we were to go through and just search our lives and say, Lord, you know what? I know that you've been with me. We can find stories after stories after stories, times in our lives where God was there for us. And I know that he's there. He was there then. He's there yesterday. He's there today. And his word says that he will continue to be. We just need to seek him and 
be in his, stay in his comfort and abide in his refuge. And I know that he, we will be blessed as a result of it, but we have to seek him. And he said, I'm here for you. He doesn't move. He's not going anywhere. It's us who actually moves. But mm. see, he stays where he is. He sticks to his word. Mm. He's not man that he shall lie. But it's us who tends to venture off. But we have to stay and actually seek him. And he'll be right there waiting on us. That's a good point. And, you know, I'm thinking about the scripture. There's a death angel passing. And wherever this death angel touches, everything that lives is going to die. And the only thing that keeps them safe is what God has told them to do. Put some blood on the doorpost. The safety was the obedience to the word of God. When we are obedient to the word of God, I mean, because if you didn't put the blood on the door, if you didn't obey the word of God, then the death angel, even though you are part of the tribe of Israel, even though you are part of the heritage of God, the death angel would have passed by and touched your house and death would have visited you that day. But when you obey the word of God, trust and obey, you know the song, there is no other way. And when you trust and obey God, you can lay claim to all of the promises in the word of God. He will be your dwelling place. He will be your safety and he will be your abode. And you can say he is my refuge. He is my fortress. And surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. I mean, death is coming by. I'm thinking just last year when I came through that bout with cancer, death was trying to get there. But all I could hear God say is I am the same God. I'm the same God that delivered you before. The same God. Is there anything too hard for me? This Psalm 91 has a special significance for me, too, because, you know, I'm from D.C. and I don't know, didn't know anything about a tornado when I moved up here. And so I lived, you know, moved into one of the Columbus suburbs and um, was just driving along one day. And I looked back and I said, my, those clouds are dark back there. Uh, and so just kept on doing what I was doing. Stopped by McDonald's. By the time I got to McDonald's to buy some food for me and my son, it was raining so hard I couldn't even give the order. Went around there to the front gate, got the order. And then when I got home, the tornado horn alarm Mm. sounded. And I went into a frenzy, into a panic. And, you know, I knew about Psalm 91 and I just felt just a, a little bit of a shame like you know, I should have believed God a little bit better than this. Mm-hmm. But I, I tell you, that day, I just ran in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then the Lord said to me, just so tenderly, I'm going to teach you about this Psalm 91. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show you so you don't that you don't have to be afraid. Mm. And so pretty much the same thing happened again, except for this time I was home. I posted that Psalm 91 by my bed. So your response was this different. time. There you go. And there this time go. I said, I'm going to be ready. Mm. So when the, when the horn went off this time, I started quoting that Psalm 91. Mm. God is my witness. They came on the news and said, there's a funnel right over downtown where I live. And after I quoted that Psalm 91, they said that the, uh, the funnel is gone from downtown Mm, so that you know God moved in response to that Psalm 91 and he'll do it for anybody he'll do it for anybody that meets the conditions of this psalm the good news of it is and that's what I love about him that he is our dwelling place there is no other safety that we can find than the Lord Jesus Christ and the assurance says that if we have made him if we have made God our dwelling place if we have set our affection upon him because 
because we have made the Lord, which is our refuge, even the most high, our habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. It didn't say evil wasn't coming. It didn't say it wouldn't knock on your door, but it just said you would be protected when it comes. I mean, it's going to come. Trouble will come your way. They that live godly shall suffer persecution, but the Lord will deliver you out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver you out of them all. There is no other place, no safer place than the dwelling place of the Most High God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God is my dwelling place. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow And the song, uh, that was a great song. And, and something I picked up out of that song is when he said, I call on him and he answers me. And I went back to the message version and it actually said, and I want to read this. It says, um, if you hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care if you'll only get to know and trust me. Praise and that's what the word says as far as getting to know and trust him. And I, that's the key, getting to know and trust him because getting to know him means getting to know his word. That's how you get to know him is through his word. Coming and actually accepting him as your savior and getting to know him. And that's where we find the safety and the comfort because yes. he is going yeah. to take care of his people, his children. Yes, and is. that's the blessing that we get as far as being his child. And I thank God for that because I can say I am his child and if I'm his child I'm standing on his word his word tells me that if I am his child that I can call on him and he will hear me because we serve a prayer hearing and a prayer answering God and I know that he hears our prayers and the safety comes because I am his child and I have called on him and accepted him as my savior in verses 14 through 16 in the message Bible, it says, if you'll hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care. If you'll only get to know and trust me, call me and I'll answer be and I'll be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party. I'll give you a life, a long life and give you long drink of salvation. God will rescue you and throw you a party. And I 
know somebody that can testify that's true. That would be the prodigal son. God rescued him and threw him a party. He celebrated him and gave him salvation. When you will come to the place in God, you don't have to be there today, but get there today. When you come to the place in God, when you hold on to him for dear life, it might be trouble all around. That's the good thing about God, that your dwelling place, your place of safety, it can be wherever you are, right in the midst of your worst turmoil in life. It can be right in the midst of your illness, right in the midst of of your calamity. Wherever you are, God can give you a safe dwelling place. For Jonah, it was in the belly of that fish. For Moses, it could be out on the backside of a desert. It can be wherever you are, God can send you safety and God can make it your dwelling place because if you make him your refuge, if you hold on to him for dear life, says God, he'll get you out of any trouble. I don't care what the trouble is. I hear the word of the Lord say, is there anything too hard for the Lord? It also says in this New Living Translation that his faithful promises are your armor and your protection. We just need to think of the faithful promises of God. And this whole Psalm 91 is so appropriate for today with so much turmoil, so much confusion, so much destruction. But saints of God, we do not have to be afraid. I believe that God would have us know that no matter what is going on, he is well able to protect you wherever you are. You might be right here in the United States, afraid to go to the movies, afraid to go to work, afraid to go to church. So much is going on here in Psalm 91. We have a covenant right through the blood of Jesus Christ to all of those covenant promises. Now we have to know them and we have to claim them and we have to declare them. And remember, no matter what's going on, we win. We're on the winning side. You said that so well, Darlene, and you are right. We are on the winning side, and that's what we have to stand on as far as God's word and knowing who we are and whose we are, and we are his children, and if we're his children, he will protect us. He will cover us. It is him who's going to actually keep us through all the turmoil and everything that's going on today in this country, and you are right. People are afraid to go out. People are afraid to do, but we must stand up for what is right and who is right, and that is our Heavenly Father. We must stand up and say, we are your children. We are, we represent him. We know that there is a war cry and there's a war that's going on, a spiritual war. We under, we know that. And so we have to stand on his word and what his word says. And isn't it a blessing that over 2,000 years ago, there were words that was written and put in a book for us that w- that applied over 2,000 years ago, yes. and today it still applies. And we can still pick up that word today and read it Amen. and know that it applies to what we're going through, and it sustains us. These are sustaining words. So as we continue to fight the fight, and we know it's a fight, we can go back to the word, and the word sustains us and reminds us of who we are Amen. and that we know that we win. We are on the winning side. Amen. And you know, just as we're wrapping this up, what does it look like if I'm dwelling in the secret place, the safety of the most high? I mean, because it might be a little different for all of us. I know for me, I've got to stay prayed up. I got to call on him every morning. I got to seek him every afternoon. I've got to acknowledge him in all of my ways. I've got to hide his word in my heart. What does it look like to dwell in the secret place of the what does it mean if I'm dwelling in his presence? He wants to talk to us. The question is, are you listening? Mm. Are we on the same frequency? And so uh, that daily devotional time gets us on the same frequency as the Holy Spirit. 
You know, that's good because uh, I've heard, I heard, I was reading something actually, and I read somewhere where someone said, you know, we keep praying, God, Lord, speak to me, speak to me. And they said, how about you change that prayer and say, God, give me an ear to hear. God is speaking. Can you hear him? And when you talked about frequency, something the Lord had given me a while ago as you're riding, I was riding down the road and, you know, I was listening to a radio station. And as I began to travel further, the frequency became weaker. And what I was listening to, I wasn't able to hear so clearly. Clearly. So I reached down to the dial and I began to adjust the dial. And when you turn it a little to the left, the frequency got a little stronger and I could hear it a little more. What I heard in the spirit that day was God saying, sometimes you just need to make the adjustment. It's not that he's not speaking. You just can't hear him. Are you on the, you said, are you on the right frequency? Do you have yourself tuned into the voice? He's speaking. Can you hear him? If you can't hear him say, God, would you tune me into the right frequency? Frequency. Give me an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying unto me. Speak, Lord, thy servant hears. This is a real story about what happened on 9, September 11. There was a lady in the second tower, a believer who knew God, and they were telling them after the first plane hit the first tower, they were telling them in that second tower to stay put. But the Holy Ghost spoke up in her and said, get out of this building and tell everybody that you can can to get out take as many people with you as you can and so she began to do that she began to tell him you know the lord said let's get out of this building that lady's life was spared because she she could hear the holy ghost true when we listen to the holy ghost when we we stay in tune with the spirit of the lord even in our sleep even when you are sleeping you will hear him one night i was sleeping and and i saw this arrow coming towards me pointing directly to me and as the bible says that he will protect us even from what is in the night? And I was able to wake up and start praying because I knew that was an attack from the enemy directly coming to me. And I was able to wake up. God will protect us. We will stay in his safety even in the night. We should, we will not, we should not be afraid when we are dwelling in his safety because he will keep us protected. You can pray over your day Command in the morning. morning. Command your morning. Amen, amen. And I bet you can tell why I was so excited to have these wonderful sisters in Christ join me here for this broadcast today. What a blessing. Our Father, we are grateful. We are grateful for the time we have had together and all the discussion that we have had of this uh, Psalm, dear God, 91. We thank you that we can be in your safety. We thank you that we can be hindered, hidden by you. We pray, dear Father, that everyone that hears this, this recording, dear God, everyone that listens to this radio station, dear, dear Lord, will desire to be hidden by you because that's where real safety is. They will desire, dear Lord, to seek your face and, and be covered by you because that is where real safety is. We thank you and we bless your name. We give you glory for giving us a good time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much. God, give us an ear to hear what your spirit is saying unto the church.
Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.